This is a Nutshell Studios production. I am Lexus and I am playing Bridget, aka Ida, Mikado. I am Vic. I will be playing Adrian Mikado. Charlie, I'm playing Scatty Mikado. And I'm your DM, Joe. Welcome to Campaign 1, Bards of the Feather. What the fuck is that thing? And he points at like one of those little babies that are blowing fire. You guys are burning a lot of calories. I'll go ahead and make some cold meat sandwiches. Meanwhile, Adrian's back here. <laughs> I believe in you! I feel like I would have turned around within the time that I was in there. I would, I, I'm not just going to jump in and be like, huh, just a wall in here. These bad guys is gonna get it. <laughs> Doing good, kids. Love you, pride and joy type thing. And Dita's just like, ugh, right into it. Don't make empty threats to me, boy. I've raised sociopaths, is what I've done. We'll make sure that your entire family is murdered tonight. <laughs> fucking Christ. Scatty's a fucking prick. <laughs> and you, hey, buddy, you shot the, the fuck yeah. We'll see you next time, guys. And welcome back to You Wanna Do What? The podcast where Dungeons and Dragons sometimes happens. This is a, a special episode, episode 101, where uh, I know some of you might be concerned, but someone's house did not burn down last episode. It was just a minor fire. So we, we get that cleared up. However, first things first, we want to say thanks to the guys over at Primus Sharp Edge Dice for giving us the tools we'll be using to torture our players tonight. Love over the guys at the Real Fresh channel. If you haven't checked them out yet, oh, you are missing out. Don't forget to go check out Gamma Radio. Hilarious. As always, Season 5. Cannot wait. Been listening to The Curse of Stradania. <laughs> oh, the part with the pantyhose was so wrong, but I loved it. <laughs> uh, okay, we can't forget the guys over at Nothing But Stuff, who was with us not long ago. Awesome guys, check them out. Oz9, can't forget them. Rolling for what? Snyder's Return. Another one I found recently, The Stinky Dragon. Haven't listened to it yet, but I've heard some amazing reviews. And uh, of course, for those who don't know, Fey Earth. How could you not know Fey Earth? It's Fey Earth! We'll listen to some Fey Earth. So, what we are going to be doing is rejoining almost all of our characters uh, Lula, Bickle Jr., Mary Bondress, and Mog. I'm going to first uh, set the mood a little. <coughs> yeah. And
There we are. So everyone finds themselves outside two smaller sheds, easily one-room houses at one time. They look like they could have even been servants' quarters. Okay. I, for one, would like to make a perception check. Where's my eyes? Oh, my God, right. Oh, there it is. I'm blind! Ha <laughs> ha! We all knew this. Okay. Un momento, por favor. I pull up my numbers. Twenty-three for perception. All right, and as you look around, you do notice that these are very old buildings. However, they are not as old as the prison itself. The prison almost seems to be built from the remains of a castle. As you look around, you notice that at one time, this prison could have been self-sufficient. even. Oh. As a walled city, it could survive maybe years before it would succumb. Huh. You also notice that the ghost fish are now swimming ever so gently through the water that slowly fills the pond behind you. Wait, is the pond like getting bigger? Oh, no, it is just slowly filling with water. Like every couple, like, you look back at every five minutes, you'd swear it's like an inch higher. It's... Fix the I crack in the bottom. Don't remember a lot about the last session, to be honest. Totally fair. That's what I mean. I do ask that people try to make notes, but you know. Yeah, I just was not into it that night. Yeah, you do make a lot of stupid decisions. <laughs> oh, don't we all? <clears throat> well, I guess the real question is... Oh, and don't worry, Bickle. It just runs in the family for you. Shut up. I know that already. I mean, uh, my mom wasn't exactly the smartest person in the world. She was pretty nice, but I'd say she was a couple of uh, a couple of berries shy of a full bush. What do you usually use fire for? Looking at stuff with, with, with color, I don't know.
Well, can someone remind me what I needed the candle for to begin with? Let's do that then. Is there is there a specific spot I'm supposed to be doing this? Like a ritual area or something? Oh, oh, no. it's literally just a candle you can pull out and, you know, if you want it lit, it's lit. I believe you have the blue flame so far. Oh, our, and we're trying to find, I think the idea is if we find like a red flame and combine them together, it'll make a purple. Yeah, so we need to find a red, red flame. Uh, maybe we should go deeper into one of the prison buildings itself. Um, DM, can I ask what areas we have explored? So far, maze. That's it. You also okay. then looked around, hold on. You also then looked around the pond, which was drained. <laughs> you were attacked by ghost fish. Uh, Mog used all but one spell slot to fix the bottom of the lake. The lake yeah, is now I remember that. Up with water, and you guys have Mog's a psychopath! And you have also explored the rubble of that small seven-room building, which turned out to be a guest house. Mom, do you probably have OCD? <laughs> Lula is going to giggle, take her head, turn around, and I would like to head towards one of the um, prison buildings, like this here, with, that has a giant hole in it. <clears throat> uh, that's actually the roof that has the hole oh. in it. Um, in fact, I have the floors of this prison already prepared for you for when you're ready to enter. However, once you enter, will you ever come out? Okay, so I guess we should explore the rest of the area. 
Can we explore into um, the maid area? In the servants' quarters? Yeah. You can certainly try. Try? Question mark? Well, right now you're in front of the servants' quarters. Uh-huh. I would like to go inside. There are two of them. We should stay together as a group, for one. And as soon as you say that, you hear directly from one of the two. To what? Oh no, was I supposed to hear something? I might need to turn my volume up for the bot. Oh yeah, it's all the way low. My bad. <laughs> yes, I did in fact have a sound effect go on. And if you want to make a perception check, you certainly can. I'm definitely going to make a perception check. Twenty-one. The unmistakable sound of stone grinding on stone fills your ears, coming so close to the two buildings. Can't tell exactly where it came from. It was definitely against one of the side walls between them. Um, do I sense any danger? Do I sense metagaming? Well, I did a perception check. Yes, on the outside of a building. Oh, can I make a perception check on the doorway? Like, go up to it and kind of poke my head inside it? You certainly can. So, as you head up to the door, finding your things... Fluttering your little wings up to the door, pressing your head against it. Make a perception check. I got a nat 20. Up yours. Up wherever your species traditionally crams things. Inside, you hear clear sounds of two figures. However, you also notice is a vibrant orange flame being carried around. Orange? Orange. Interesting. As you look inside, you see this flame wafting about, illuminating two figures in the dark. You see them cloaked. Flame dances on a table between the two. It goes out. 
Are there any other features to the ghosts? Like what they look like and everything? I did not say ghosts. I said figures. Oh, so these actual... Are these like actual people? I gave you more than you should be able to know looking through the crack of a door. You know what? I don't like your attitude. I don't like your face. That's okay. You don't need to. I already Play have someone that does. Oh, even better. All right. Uh, speaking of the people who like your face, what is Bondress doing? Um... <clears throat> I'm going to do a perception check of my own mm -hmm. to investigate everything that's going on around me to make sure I'm actually able to take it in. I should still be on the shoulder of my ghost golem. You are correct. You are on the shoulder of your ghost golem. As you okay, look at the door... Noticing the orange flame just the same as Lula. Her eyes darting back and forth to you as you see an orange flame unlike you've ever seen before. Can I do an arcana check on it to see if I can figure out what it is? Uh, you only know about it because she told you about it before or after it went out, though. Yeah, it went out. Am I still able to do an arcana check to see if I can try to figure out what it is by residual energy or magic? You can make arcana or history check. <laughs> okay. By the way, what is your class again? I'm a wizard. Okay, then you would have advantage on this. Okay. 19. Damn it! You know this is an old wizard's trick. The simplest, easiest trick that fools even the most brilliant of minds. Ink that can only be seen under different kinds of light. The easiest way to protect your messages and piss off your enemies. All right. Um. You know, this is one of the rarer, almost impossible to find colors. You know that total, only two have been successfully made of red and blue. Seeing an orange one, you know there's very powerful magic at play. Can I touch it and use identify and see if I can bring it out for everybody to see? So it's inside a building and it's it's gone out. Oh, okay. You guys are looking through the cracks of the door, remember? Well, at least Lula has and she's relaying this to you. Yeah. Can I open the door? So you don't even want to knock? You just want to go up and open the door? Okay, I'll have I'll have my golem knock. 
Okay, I don't have the, the sounds of. Uh, hold on. A little tiny, yeah, wooden hand knocks on the metal door. Tiny. tiny. This is a giant golem. It has tiny hands, though. It's a statue. It's a statue of a female. Uh, it's 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 still it's dainty. It's damn still, it! It's still completely made out of stone, man. Oh my it, God. Y'all are killing yeah. the vibe. Okay, I'm I'm going to be like, okay, not Carter. There you go. Can I hit my table? It's a nice table. Oh, beat your fucking ass! Ah. So you're going to stand next to a huge golem trying to... I think what you might be doing is, like, you're you're putting your back against the wall and, like, ready for the door to open and, like, ready to swing if you need to. You try to stealth. It's going to be a hell of a stealth roll, though. Can I assist him? You can certainly try. And DM... Can I please? Yes. DM, can I? I feel like I can roll downhill. All here clearly from outside. Everyone make a perception check. Ten. I'm rolling. Twenty. Oh, eat okay. shit. With a twenty, you know beyond a shadow of a doubt. You know beyond a shadow of a doubt that something just moved something heavy and wooden like it was nothing. Well, there might be something else for you to knock on here soon. And DM? Yes? I'm going to have my golem kick the, try to kick the door off the hinges to the inside. And just as you're about to have your golem kick, you notice the door begins to rattle. Alright, you're up. <laughs> I, 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 I pushed Mog in front of me. 
Yep, I know. You're up. <laughs> Very well. <laughs> you open the door and immediately see yourselves. Mog I'm sorry, door. what? Shh. You see Mog the celloist and Mary Bondress sitting at a table with the orange flame between them playing cards. So anyway, I start blasting away. <laughs> All right. What do you want to do? <laughs> I'm going to cast Chromatic Orb. And then Mob takes one look at you and says, Try anything and the fire goes out. And then pops on a cigar. And you see Mog very specifically cigar with the orange flame with a little Hey, he's stealing your cigars. I have my own. He stole your cigars, man. I'm going to try to do a persuasion check. All right. No, I know. I'm, 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 I'm trying to convince you that the Mog copy stole your cigars. Uh, no, I'm... I, I, it's not going to work. And as soon as Mog steps away, Lula, you immediately look at them, and instead of seeing uh, Mog, you see yourself and Mary. Let's fuck with them. Mog, come back in the doorway. Put three people in the doorway. And as soon as you step out of the way, and Mog is in the way, because only two can fit in the doorway at once, it no, is very Doesn't matter. Mog is a big creature. Him plus one other thing in a doorframe equals full doorframe. a five-foot doorframe three feet wide meant for a servant's quarters. Meant so people do have to hunch down like the little piss ants they are when they go in. Okay, then let's all go inside the building. You all enter the building. Bringing the ghost with you, the sheep staff following, you notice it's actually a quite nice little place. Well-furnished, well-kept. It looks as if Mary and Mog have been living there for years. They continue to play cards. Now, what what's going to happen with three of us in the room? Me, Mog, and Mary. And Lambo. 
nothing. They have their yes, shit. Lambo counts. No, no, it doesn't. Lambo counts with everything. No. Lambo has feelings. No. Yes. No. It's okay, Lambo. Don't listen no. to her. No. Oh, make a persuasion check with advantage. That is, that is very, ooh. You know what? I love how mogged that is. I like it. True, 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 true. With advantage. Roll a D one hundred. Uh oh. It's called me. 39. Oh, you're going to love this. You are going to fucking love this. Gonna be in front of you. As your alternate you pours Milky Way whiskey, a light blue drink that tastes like the very watered down sweetened milk with a lot of alcohol. Besides giving a quick buzz, it gives a bone and thus teeth a blue fluorescent glow for 1d4 hours. So it is a very fine whiskey that makes your bones glow. <laughs> <Or> d4. <laughs> this is so long. I, I rolled a d4. Three hours. Your teeth are glowing blue for three hours. No. You notice it takes a sip and its teeth suddenly glow blue. Smirks a little at you, takes another off the cigar, pulling about a third of the cigar at one time. <laughs> no. <laughs> Most people try to kill us. Most people die. Because mm. we don't want to kill you guys? I just want to find a red flame. And you hear they, they take the cards. Do a little shuffle. Tell you what. What do you feel about games of chance? Hmm. I don't have the best luck at gambling, mister. Tell you what, then. Who named the challenge? We win. 
eat one of you. <laughs> I named the challenge. Okay, let's play hide and seek. No, no, no. It has what? to be a legitimate challenge that we can do here in open view for fairness. A hide and seek? I... No. I try to hide in the room and you have to find me. There's two chairs and a table in this room. Where will you hide? I think you can find I can, I'm very creative. No. And, uh, and the other mock scratches its head and Mary Bondress just starts petting midair. Russian roulette. And as soon as you say that, pulls out a gun and slams it on the table. <laughs> what did you say? I said Russian roulette. Oh no. Okay. <laughs> uh, clipping a coin. Oh no! The, the safe. The other mark says, "Safety's on, dumbass." <laughs> well, at least we have a replacement here. If something happens, yeah. Remember, you, you realize I'm going. We're taking your ass, and you're coming on. You do realize I'm. Going to eat you if you die. No, you're not. You'll be dead. You won't have much to say about that. <laughs> Doug. Yes. Can I do a thing? What kind of thing. Can I cast true seeing on myself so I can see what these things actually look like? Uh, well, you can definitely cast True Seeing on yourself. Give me a moment to bring up the page. <laughs> what are you... Yours... <laughs> Your turn... <laughs> Okay. First off, all you did was that doesn't actually make it your turn. Well, hold on. First off, Lula, she was asking if she could see through uh, True Sight, correct? Yes, yeah, so I can see what these guys truly look like. One moment, I'm reading up on their page. You can DM it to me as well. As soon as you use the true sight, you notice, in fact, that these two 
humanoids in front of you bear an incredible twin-like resemblance to their counterparts. So uncanny, in fact, were it not that they were clearly sitting this whole time, you would not know who is who. So they actually legit, down to their core being, look like Mog and Mary. Correct. Even their, like, hearts, their souls, their blood, everything. Correct. You can't see their soul, however. Troll Sight doesn't, doesn't let you see a soul. I don't say this out loud. Um, <clears throat> you can see magical darkness, invisible creatures, and objects automatically detect visual um, illusions and succeed on saving throws. Perceives the original form of a shape changer or creature that is transformed by magic. So yes, actually, you do see these not as Mog and Mary, but as two blue humanoids, skin almost black you see that they are not but a shape changer choosing the same shape as your friends. I will tell... M. And there we are. Interesting. Yes. Well, I was just reacting to what you sent me. Oh, okay, okay. I'm gonna put the ambiance back on. Okay. Hmm. What? I have to share everything with you. Oh, I know. The DM sent it to me. No, it's okay. I thought you said something. I thought you said something. Don't do that unless you want me to throw up. I thought you said something to me. <laughs> First off. You don't know how to take the safety off because you've never seen a gun before, have you? What kind of gun is this? That does not mean that you've handled a gun. Tell you what, make a history check. Uh, D20 and intelligence modifier. Uh, 
That, so, ladies and gentlemen at home, that was a three. So, with a three, he points it on his own face, puts it down, uh, hands, it back to his, hands it back to his other self. You see the other self takes it, picks it up, and with a quick, unlocks the safety. Takes it, points it into the sky. Click. Takes out six chambers. Gives it a quick. <laughs> slides in one bullet. Pulls back on the hammer. Sets it on the table. Pulls out a coin, and you see on one side is a head, and the other side is an X. Who goes first? I will. Ula, very well. So where do you sit at the table? You... Do you go and uh, sit where uh, Mary Bondress's copy was? Uh. You want to do Russian roulette? Yeah. All right, on your own head, be that was a that was in bad taste. I'd like to uh take my turn. So <clears throat> you're gonna flip the coin? Yeah. Call it heads or tails. I, I have to call something? A coin toss. Call it. Catch your tails. Uh, you're, you're going to do this. This is the coin flip. Heads. Who goes first? Heads. Heads. As Lula pushes the gun over towards the other figure. This is tradition. You can ask me any one question before I pull the trigger. Where do I find the red flame? Somewhere else. Rolling a d6. A d6, d6. Ah, yes. Okay, now I know what chamber it's in. So now we are going to roll to see which one they rolled. Fucking crap! <laughs> they blow their head off. <laughs> I look at his counter, his uh, other counterpart and go, you want to try? With a, see, with their a, with, with a sick and twisted smile off. on my face. Seeing their friend's head just get blown off, they reach up, scratch their head with a, <laughs> and Mary Bondress's 
looks at the now darkening blue skin. Uh... It is your turn to choose the challenge. <laughs> Fuck. I won my challenge! Yes, you did. There's still one more creature there. <laughs> oh, no. Very well. As you move the corpse off of the chair... <laughs> This is just ridiculous. All right, I'll get you to move your character while I set up the rest of this game again. Six. All right, I know what chamber it's in. So, first things first, flipping a coin to see who... Motherfucker. Heads or tails, Mog. Heads. It picks up the gun, pushes it towards you, scraping on the table with a. You pick up the gun. You pick up the gun. You pull back the hammer. Oh boy. As is tradition, you get to ask the question, remember? No, so they get to ask you, do you really trust your friends? Well, D6. You can answer. No, no, you were supposed to roll a d6, but since you rolled a 3, that's fine. I mean, it's the same thing. <clears throat> you take the gun, slide it back. It picks it up. Ask your question. <laughs> hmm. 
You see it takes the paper. You hear... They take the paper. Look it over. Put their hand on it. And you see the edges of fire crackle around their fingers. Put the gun to their head. Roll a d6. Click! The paper goes up in flame. Uh, I'm going to get you to actually roll... Uh, uh, well, d damn it! Uh, okay, well, two actually works. So, you put it to your head. It clicks again. You slide it back. It looks at you. Ask. Uh-huh. Okay. Dog is dead, remember? That the Mary Bahan just left. The fake Mog died. Uh, you guys have been playing Russian. The genie of the lamp, my dude. You guys are basically playing Russian roulette for the orange flame, are you not? Yes. Your copy. Or copy is on the floor. Mary Mahondra's copy. Uh, I'll go ahead and go. What do you want me to roll? Wait, 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 wait. It is not Mary the character, it is Mary the clone's turn at Russian Roulette. Okay. And then we kind of get bogged down. Anyway, um, yeah. so it rolled another click. It is now your turn. So. Uh, whose turn? Whose turn? The gun slides back over to Mog. Russian roulette till someone dies, man. 
The only thing you have is a location. I haven't actually seen it yet. I'm not listening to you. Huh? What's up? Okay. They tell you there will be many trials, but the most important one they will face is not right in front of them, already behind them. Right, roll a d6. They shake their head and say, remember when I told you the best times were behind you? And remember when I told you the best times were behind you? They pulled the trigger and blew their head off. All right, so next. As you look around, the illusion of the entire building fades. You notice the two chairs suddenly are not the only things in the room. The room is now full of different bunks, a table, and a small chest full of rations. Is there anything of value? Uh, that sounds like an investigation check. I'm going to make an investigation check. <laughs> You'll certainly try. 24. With a 24... You notice from the two doppelgangers that you are able to get three vials of blood. Mm 
This was just to see if you could grab it before anyone else did. Would have been Dex. So with a 13, you managed to snatch the gun off the table. It's still warm and it burns your fingers a little bit. <laughs> and you notice on the now slowly changing Mary Bondress the blue skin gives way where you see a holster and a small pouch full of bullets. I would like to look for anything else. Like, can I take the orange flame? The only thing you see of the orange flame is the single candle in the middle of the room. Can I take that candle? Take the candle. Uh, can I put force cage around it to protect it? Not gonna lie. Might not be necessary, it's just a candle. Oh. Why is there a scarecrow? Why is there multiple scarecrows? What's going on? You don't know this. You're inside the building. There are there's no windows. Shut oh, up and I do your thing. You hear the rustling of straw and hay. You are indoors. Okay, if we're about to get into an altercation, we should take our first break of the night. <laughs> the funny part that you mentioned is, I was actually just about to suggest about taking tonight's first break. <laughs> you guys were done investigating this, so did you guys want to finish up in here and then take your first break for the night? Um, or do you want to take a break and then come back to investigating the room? I would prefer to take my break now. Thank you very much. What's the question, real quick? No. If you want a long rest, then you guys are all going to have to agree a long rest. I can't just say that. Um, you you could arguably bolt the door and all that and take a long rest. Yeah. Not wrong. Are we going to take our break real quick? Yep, we will take our break as everyone takes their long rest. Back after okay. this quick message from Snyder's Return. All right, we'll be right back. Snyder's Return is a tabletop roleplay interview and actual play podcast. 
We chat with content creators from both mainstream and indie publishers, and we release actual play episodes of systems like our City of Mist game, Meddlers, Monsters and Mabin, and more games coming in the future. We also have a TTRPG review show on YouTube, Fly Like a D6. Come and check us out. You can find us on Twitter at Return Snyder, Instagram, Snyder's underscore return. You can find us on YouTube at Snyder's Return, Discord, and everywhere you get your podcasts. Hey everybody and welcome back after that brief message from the guys at Snyder's Return. We find everyone currently yes, sitting in the small servant's quarter of a cabin, sitting around noticing that uh, after having a long rest, and Mog having you know, scoured the entire building finding, uh, give me 1d12 there, Mog. No, give me 2d12. Two D twelve. You have found an in the mog sized gun because this gun is clearly it's okay. Hellboy's gun, same idea. Too big for anyone else to use. So you take your mog-sized gun, you notice you have 14 completely fresh rounds and one spent bullet. Pocketing all 15 of the rounds, one spent, you notice that the gun is empty. As you all look around, everyone roll 3d100 to see what you find. Yep, that's going to be for your gold, silver, copper. Oh, yeah, I've already added half to my inventory. And now, Mog, that gun itself, for obvious reasons, you're going to have to take some time getting used to it. You can't just pick up a weapon and be a master of it. More or less. Very well. That pistol, by the way, is worth 250 gold at current. It is in poor condition. Don't forget, items like this are bound to break. Who wants to look around the cabin and search for goodies? Roll a D100.
Really? Wow. Okay. You managed to find a small round cactus with two eyes. You notice that after spending a little while with it, that it is just a regular cactus. It would be the 56. Uh, a loincloth. Loincloth. Hey, I didn't... I, it's a loincloth! Put it in your inventory! Gonna do another investigation check. Roll a D twelve. Oh, have found a dagger of venom. It is a rare weapon. Uh, da, 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 da. Ah, here it is. So you find a dagger. So... <clears throat> As the night progresses on, you look in the nooks and crannies, finding a lot of semi-useful things, finding a couple of regular healing potions, a spare coin here and there, nothing of interest, as you see Bickle Jr. sets up his hammock and gets ready to settle in for a long night, when he suddenly looks through the crack in the wall and says, We are surrounded by... Amen. Amen. Don't know. Are they men made of hay? And Bickle's going to run around and check all the doors and windows and everything. All right, there's one on each side. Looks like they'll just stand in there. I don't know. This place is pretty sturdy. They're literally on all sides. How are you going to sneak out? Is that how you had kids?
who votes we work for a distraction for the rest of them then? Yes. Yes. I want to know how it is. Like, uh, this makes no damn sense. All right, can you explain the how you want, like, how you want to go about this? No, that's that's a bit much. For a second there was like, he wants me to take commit what? Alright, no no. You can definitely make a prayer and you might even be able to pray well enough to get advantage or something. But praying to have your god take over an enemy to make them part of your army is a bit much. Especially when you're asking them to subjugate a fully, you know, battle ready opponent. You did go to the Feywild, so that is accurate. Um, guys, there's a small problem here. Guys. Andres, in order for you to do this, you must have niter, sulfur, pine tar formed into a bead, and then perform this evocation by concentration up to ten minutes. And I don't believe you have any spell components in that. I was just saying, I don't believe Mary Bondress ever talked about picking up spell components. Very well. And Bickle Jr. is going to roll to distract them by... He's going to moon them. Say what? 
as they are all summarily distracted by Bickle's ass poking out the front. Before anything can be done, with the exception of an arrow, <laughs> right beside Bickle's ass, you manage to sneak up all the way to the roof and out farther than you should have been able to because of that fucking 40, and into the woods, now watching the scarecrows from the outside as they pelt where Bickle's ass was with arrows. What do you want to do next? Uh, for that, let me take a look at the Scarecrow stat real quick when it comes to... Man, these books come in handy. In the world, so it was page ah ah here we are. So they are immune to being charmed. As soon as you try to persuade them by charming them with your lights, they just don't care. Ah. Very well. Where as soon as you get within its its sight, it immediately hits you with its glare. The terrifying glare targets one creature it can see within range. If the target can see the Scarecrow, it must succeed on a DC Wisdom saving throw or be magically frightened until the end of the Scarecrow's turn. And you are paralyzed. Make a saving throw. She's outside. Oh, she's outside. No, she left via the roof. No, that's way too far, Cannon. Lula, make a wisdom saving throw.
As you immediately become paralyzed. You see the scarecrow goes over to you, gently picks you up, carries you all the way inside the crypt, and you hear the doors clang shut. And you notice that the front door is now... Uh, everyone make a perception check. You definitely heard her scream. And as soon as you say that, one of the other scarecrows comes over and immediately looks directly at Mog. Make a wisdom saving throw. Yeah, to be the seventeen. As this scarecrow then drags you inside, shutting the door. A third scarecrow comes and stares horrifyingly at Bickle Jr. Saving throw. Three does not succeed. Bickle also, Jr. also finds himself dragged inside. The only one left with the door still shut now is Barry Bondress, a ghost sheep, and a small flickering orange candle that has lit itself. At the door you hear
All right. As you immediately use tidal wave, not even opening the door, the entire room fills with a wave of water that comes crashing down. You must make a deck saving throw or take 4d8 because you didn't open the fucking door. <laughs> One. There's only one scarecrow. All right, well, first 48, two, four, and three, seven. So 10, 16. You have given yourself 16 damage and not snuffed out the candle. 16 damage, yep. And your girlfriend's laughing at you, man. What's going on is your girlfriend's laughing at you, man. I'm teasing. Ah. So, as you then see the scarecrow open the door to see an extraordinarily wet and confused ghost sheep, Mary Bondress, covered in water, it then gazes at you. Looking deep into your mind, make a wisdom saving throw. Yes? That is accurate. Well, as you all suddenly wash down into the pond with the ghost fish, you notice, in fact, that the orange flame, the candle itself, has floated gently down and settled into the mud. As the ghost fish then attack the scarecrow in the water... As the fish slowly devour the scarecrow. It's just you and your sheep. What do you want to do? Oh, and by the way, you have obtained the orange flame. You now have an orange flame candle. You find yourself in front of a very, very large prison. Doors are shut and barred. You pull out the key that King Brimplap gave you for when you got just there. Give me just a moment.
Yes. Too late, but what did you want to do? They're ghost fish. As you enter the first floor of the prison, you notice in front of you a very small room, a piece of armor at the side holding a very old halberd, rusted and dull. <clears throat> a door to your right. As the doors... <clears throat> hmm? As the doors behind you shut. <clears throat> Roll strike check. We will get to you soon. With a six, you just managed to... And you can't get it out of the, the armor's grasp. And as soon as you say the word quiet... It starts going honk, 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 and runs to the door. It pulls you towards the door. As it pulls you towards the door, you notice that the door is bolted shut. <laughs> All right, go ahead and roll the sea damage.
Hello? Hey, sorry about that small touch issue. All right, so where we have left off is... Uh, All good. So, after Dom's character passes out by shooting off the lock, he manages to show, in fact, all of you locked in individual cages, currently unconscious. Would you guys like to roll to see if you can regain consciousness? A, a, a constitution saving throw? Uh, and constitution saving throw. Five. Fifteen, you managed to come to a, a very groggy Lula. Like you just had an extraordinarily long nap, but it wasn't that satisfying. Mog. Uh, you're snoring like a beast. Valid. Uncle Junior is still completely asleep. As Mary Bondress surveys all of this, Lula, you look around, you see an almost completely empty holding cell, except one bucket, one clearly just piece of cloth that could have been a bed, and one of the hardest wire beds you've ever felt. Luckily, you barely weigh anything. does not. You got a 6. If you had gotten a 10, I would have said yeah. Well... You could try to roll to, to see if you want to pick the lock. You could... Do, okay. I mean, there's a lot of ways out of a cell. You just got to figure them out. It would be sleight of hand. A 35, it is not but the gentle your fingers as the lock springs open with an 
You look at the bucket behind you, and you swear you saw something shining in it. You look inside the bucket. Initially, you see just a pile of poop. However, the glint in the bottom You find a D twelve octopus gloves. They have suction cups, so you would be able to climb walls. As you shake them, you notice they're actually full of coins as well. Roll 1d1000. How about I roll the D1000 here? <laughs> there you go. Five hundred and ten gold. You find stuffed into these two gloves. Which, upon touching them, you notice there's... Five hundred and ten total. And as you put the gloves on, you notice that they almost feel alive under your fingers. You can almost feel the little suction cuppy. Oh, you can easily see Mog asleep in his cell, Bickle Jr. completely unconscious in his cell. In fact, uh, Mog, with the only difference being he sleeps upright, and Bickle Jr. is just on the cold, hard ground. You can certainly try.
The 27, again, not but child's play, as underneath your fingers, it clicks open. Mog stands unconscious in the corner, snoring to himself. Momentarily. If that'll work, but you can certainly try. Mog, you've been flicked on the nose. Uh, roll a strength check. You are literally a fairy flicking an orc. Roll a strength check. Your idea of a flick to him might not even register. True? The 21 with a mighty... Mog, you just... <laughs> and wake up a little frightened. As soon as you go to notice the lock, there is no keyhole. It's just flat. Uh, this is an iron door. It's it's not a construct. I mean, it was constructed. Okay. Ah, okay, okay. That would have been a really interesting twist. The door is a construct. <laughs> Listen to you too. Fuck, this is hilarious. Sola, <laughs> as you are demanding that with an All right, let me grab something here real quick.
As soon as you hit the door, you notice the mace suddenly sticks to it. Well, first things first. Ah! It adheres to anything that touches it. You have to make a DC 13 check in order to have retrieved your uh, mace from the mimic door. No, you already hit it. Your 13 did not beat its armor class, and it adhered to the mimic. Okay, but to yank back, you need to make a strength check to see if you can get it, because it is adhered to the Mimic. Very well. As you... Your mace away from the Mimic. Everyone roll initiative. Uh, hey, Lula, is Mary Bondress back yet? Well, tell him to quick shit and then get over here. Uh... No... Because all you did was swing at it. You threw me out. Threw me out. You attacked it, but because you did not defeat its armor class, you did not wound it. But because your item came in contact to it, it has an adhesive quality. So it would have immediately made your mace stick to it, regardless of whether you hit it with in actual damage or not. It did not take damage. So instead of missing, it just did not take damage. But you still hit the object for zero damage because you did not defeat its armor class. Okay, so that is Bondress. That is a 10 in order of initiative. Got it. Right, and the Mimic. Oh, it got a 1. Hardly. All right, first in the order of initiative is... Oh, wait, I've got to get Lula. Where's Lula? No, what's your initiative order? Oh, then first in the order is initiative is Lula. What do you want to do?
<laughs> Good to know we're keeping you riveted. You've only got six seconds. You get a quick pick. You can certainly try. All right. So you want to use Vicious Mockery against a Mimic. Very well. Um, I have a random table here. So as you point as you point the mirror, the only thing that you hear is I've never met anyone that would look better with acid splash to the face. I believe that was uh, what's the damage for vicious mockery? No, I mean the role. Oh, uh, here it is. 1d4 psychic damage. So, uh, yes, it manages to take two psychic damage. Next in the order is... Hug, what do you want to do? Anyway, Mog, what do you want to do? <laughs> I can't. Okay. If you're going to take a shot at it, at first, you hold the gun. That takes a full action. I remember specifically telling you it was unloaded and you had 14 bullets, 15 if you include the empty shell. And you said you were going to leave it at. Very well. If you would like to take the round to load it, I will allow it. I want to go up to it. What? 
very well. For him, or for the wait, 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 wait for for the mimic and for Bickle Junior. Mimic got a two. Bickle Jr. got a 19. As you immediately blow this mimic inwards, not minding that Bickle Jr. was in fact behind it, and now it has adhered, its, adhered itself to Bickle Jr. Oh, I was just letting you guys know that uh, Mog Thunder waved the uh, the mimic into Bickle Jr. It doesn't matter. It's a jail cell. It ain't big. Does everyone remember that Bickle Jr. was still unconscious? Never said that. <laughs> he has to roll for it. 18. He's now awake with a mimic on him. <laughs> All you can hear is... All right, next in the order is Bickle Jr. I honestly did not expect him to be able to go. I thought I was just going to have to keep skipping him, but he is going to take out his one sword attack. Okay, that's in that too. Does not hit. I was talking about Bickle Jr. No. I was saying that the two that Bickle Jr. rolled to try to cut the mimic didn't work because he has disadvantage because he's grappled. So the order is Andres, what do you want to do? Okay, you are in the hallway, looking at Mog, having just thunder-waved a mimic into Bickle Jr. Yes? <laughs> I like it. I like it. Go ahead and roll for damage. That's your roll 20. Correct. Next in the order is the Mimic. 
Natural 20. Of. Alright, uh, so, Mary, we're going to get you to roll again. Oh, okay, never mind. So, redo the saving throw. Natural 20 again! <laughs> the dice! Okay, Primus Sherpich dice says, fuck, I cast fuck you. Alright, so... However, currently, it is the Mimic's turn, and what it is going to do is it is going to bite Bickle Jr. with advantage. That is an 11, a natural 20. Oh, it got 20, 20, 11, 20. No, uh, the mimic was just trying to eat Bickle Jr. So, because uh, it, it had advantage on the grapple, so it got to two twenties, an eleven, and a freaking twenty again. <laughs> so plus five of the the so two D eight plus six. Uh, D eight. Right here. One of the six, seven plus six, so that is thirteen. So Bickle Jr. is going to take thirteen damage. Next in the order is Lula. What do you want to do? Very well. As you hold up the mirror, you immediately hear coming from the that if you were an outhouse, I'd shit in the woods. As you notice that Bickle is now looking actually quite bloody. Next in the order is... Og, what do you want to do? Okay, so do I roll the d4 or do you? All right, seven. Mm 
All right, so that tells take a full action. You still have movement. All right, and so are you entering the room as you do this to get a better shot? All right. All right, so next in the order of initiative is Michael Jr. He is going to try to, again, slash at this thing covering him. That is a 19, but he has disadvantage. Another 19! That hits. He gets to use 1d4. Or As he swipes the sword, it actually goes through the mimic, not even leaving a trail of blood. But you see the scar remain. Next in the order, Mary Bondress, what do you want to do? Um, in relation to you, you're all inside the jail cell. The mimic is pushed up against one wall. Adhered to Bickle Jr., your ghost sheep is outside, just nothing. Your sheep's head staff is with you, enjoying its cud, somehow. And Lula is uh, flitting in the jail cell while Mog is in the corner, just having reloaded and gotten his gun ready. Yes. What's the name of our podcast? Uh, right now, a door. <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. <clears throat> now, for the ladies and gentlemen at home, what just happened was this. This door that's already been blown inwards has suddenly been locked and now has a little boner. Fucking locked in place. The lock that was just mechanical on it's now locked. Very well, then now Pickle Jr. is locked into the corner with this mimic. <laughs> Bye. Correct, because it has locked Pickle Jr. in the corner.
Very well. You are currently out of combat for the one minute this spell works on locking it. Ah, so Bickle is locked into the corner until dispelled. Got it. I'm glad the second word of that was beat. Make a strength check. <sighs> Lay me down and beat me slowly. I swear, there's a dungeon master, the opposite kind of dungeon master, who just got hard. Like, we're going to hold it down and beat it slowly. Okay. Do you just realize what it said? I'm going to hold it down and beat it until it's broken like the good little door it is. <laughs> All right, so as as you slowly beat the crap out of this door, <laughs> making it both feel ashamed <laughs> and somehow dirty, but liking it. <laughs> Okay. Everyone roll a d12 to see what you get. Okay. Yeah. Uh, with a six. Uh, da, 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 da. Um, please don't tell me what Bickle is and isn't used to, because I don't even think he knows. All right, so with a six, you managed to find a magical letter opener. Apparently, this letter opener can open any letter and then reseal it as if it was never opened before. 
A three. <clears throat> uh, you have... Okay. I'll make you a deal. Reroll. Because trust me, number three ain't worth shit. <laughs> Roll again. It's only fair because I can't both give you the same object. Okay, with a two, you have found a bar of soap that's designed to make you smell bad after an hour. Now that's an interesting guy. I'm scrolling down. Is a full flask that cannot be emptied of an unknown liquid. Unknown liquid. You have no idea what it is. I can give you that, or a stew-filled cooking pot that never runs out. Very well. I thought I'd give you a chance. I did a roll here, so I thought I'd give you a chance. <clears throat> Very well. I got a 46. Ooh, a dagger that poisons the holder. That's actually a really interesting... Very well. So as you have all now thoroughly looted this mimic, after turning it into the naughty little door it was, there are no pieces of the mimic left. You have thoroughly knocked over my mimic. You see at the end of the hall, there is a door, and just beyond the last cell, a door leading off to the left. Do you want to go?
And let me go to the random table. I've been bitter. Oh, it's me back hurts, me dingus hurts, but that's not new. It was interesting, I'll say that much. Was was kinky, I'll say that much. Oh, my hands were better. All right. Dog, roll a D. 200. Hundred. Oh, here, I'll do it. So it's... Hundred and twenty-six. Soy sauce. Endless flask of soy sauce, yes. That is the most random shit, but I suppose that would mean a lot to some people. Some people fucking love soy sauce. And people. I love soy sauce. Soy sauce is so damn good. Well, yes, but this one just happened to be full of soy sauce. But I'll tell you what. Kiko Men's soy sauce. Oh, God, I love that shit. It's delicious on sushi. All right. So you all find yourselves in this now mostly locked dungeon. Look around and notice that there are in fact seven cells and only so many of you. What do you guys want to do? Alright. So which door do we want to go to the straight or to the left? The lamb is just going to walk straight ahead and disappear through the door. The door is locked. Ah, yes, I suppose. Then they cannot go through the door. Door is locked. 
Burn down too many taverns for me to talk about doors. Huh? Bickle Sr. did not steal rugs. He did have a carpet, like a rug fetish for a little while. Um... Then there was John Splash, who took everything that wasn't nailed down. Including the desks, and then faking a bagpiping lesson for a cult. The shit that you guys pull! I haven't forgotten that. I haven't forgotten. Moving on! So as you all get to the end of the hall, you notice the door is firmly locked in place. What do you want to do? I hate you all equally. Why must you irk me? Very well. As you all go to the door, noticing that it is locked, do you guys want to pick the lock? Do you want to try to break the door? What's up? Very well. Dex check. Uh, 27. <clears throat> As the door pops open, you look inside and you see what could be described as a traditional ch chamber for mummification. You notice coffins, various tools sitting around far beyond use. However, you notice the room is impeccably clean. As you look through, you notice the room is very, very clean. 
the door shuts behind as a gelatinous cube starts to towards you. Roll initiative. No, this is between just the cube and Mog. Because, as I remember saying, it locked, and then it went towards Mog. You certainly can. However, first, Mog has to roll initiative. And it got a dirty 20. So, first in the order is the cube. <sighs> you guys weren't supposed to get this far this fast. We're the Capismo Sheets. Oh, you dad, shut up. Shush. You guys were not supposed to get this far this fast. Shush. All right, it is going to engulf. You have to make a you have to make a dexterity saving throw. Otherwise, you take three d six acid damage. Deck saving throw. Doesn't matter. That depends on what the dice say. Tempt not the dice. Oh, you just needed that. So instead, you only take half damage. So 3d6 divided by half. 3, 5, and 6. And you take 7 damage from the acid as the door busts open. Everyone else, roll initiative. Say what? Yes, but I still have to get their initiative. You can all fit through it in one turn. As you all crowd in, roll initiative. 14 for Lula. Uh, Mog, you're good.
All right, 21 hits. Uh, what are you trying to do to a two hit, by the way? One moment. Go ahead, roll for damage. Yeah. Yes. All right. Next of the order is. Um, what do you want to do? Oh, he didn't say that, though. Oh, okay, go ahead. And you do so. <clears throat> Next on the order is Lula. What do you want to do? It's a gelatinous cube, but yes. Okay. You want to squish a gelatinous cube Is it immune to acid? Not magical, just acid. Um, but this thing's six feet by six feet. How big can you make your... Uh... Technically, yes, you could. Mm -hmm. 
No. As you slowly crush the gelatinous cube, compressing it further and further until it is not but a tiny, heavy cube, it falls with a through the drain in the floor, never to be seen again. And that is where we are going to end tonight's game. So, everyone over at Primus Sharp Edge Dice, Fae Earth, Gamma Radio, all them, uh, don't forget to check it out. Uh, Going to be listening to a lot of the new ones. Like I said lately, the uh, Mystic Dragon, can't wait to hear from them, see what they uh, what they got going on, and over at the Curse of Stradania. Uh, so, thanks for listening, and night, everybody. <laughs>